Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. The Nepalese meditation bowl is chiming, and that means it is time for the art of the CEO. The show for the people who enjoy the challenge of business and who want to do it a little better. I am your host, Bart Jackson, the Hieronymus Bosch of business. And whether you are a major symphonic flautist making a business of bringing up the next generation of top professionals like John, or perhaps you're a realtor whose magical sense of history imbues clients with the real value of their properties on hand, like Frank. No matter what you are, we are here to bring you the Sage Council of Business Masters to help your career and your business. Now, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Art of the CEO streams live through your cyber door, and this and every show may be downloaded by visiting blogtalkradio.com, the art slash the art of the CEO. Let me give you that again. You may download the shows by visiting blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. So visit and explore for your benefit. Now today's episode is called The Fun, excuse me, is entitled Face to Face, The Fun and Profit of Making Business More Personal. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get into it, I must... uh, beg your indulgence. I have a bit of a cold. I, my wife insisted it was from the few hours I spent yesterday cross-country skiing. It was just marvelous in the snow. But whatever it is, I'm afraid my voice is a little hoarse and I may hack and cough. So I beg you, put up with my humanity through this show. Anyway, the show is t- entitled Face to Face, The Fun and Profit of Making Business More Personal. So, yes, today we are going to lift your eyes. We are going to gently guide your over-digitized soul out of Plato's cave of shadows. We're going to get you back into the real joy of doing business, the land of the living. We're getting down to more effectively and more personally put you in the game with your fellow players in the business community. We're talking about breathtaking social intercourse here. So strip back the cyber protection, my friend, and let's get into the encounters with folks who make things happen. Now, besides laughing a lot, today we're really going to discuss how a more physically present uh, business leader is simply just more powerful and more profitable. And we're going to prove it to you by laying out some of the tactics that very successful leaders have been using to boost their managerial process and uh, their prowess, as well as just plain boost sales. And after we're finished today, hopefully you'll be wanting to push away from your screen and stop dealing vicariously and start getting real. But that's our hope. And before we get you all race off and start putting on your walking shoes, 
running off to meet folks face to face. I'm going to suggest that we take a minute to uh, supply you out there with a few utensils for today's Feast of Wisdom. First, as I always do, allow me to remind each of the individuals hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. Now that's the most important position you'll ever hold in your career. So I ask you, is this going to be the day that you look back and review some of your triumphs? You know, let your deeds prove what a fine fellow or a fine lady you truly are. Or will you just let today's current failings strangle your own urge for action? The choice is truly yours. It's also mine. It's something I have to remember personally. Secondly, it is time to dip into a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from <clears throat> 101 Best Business Quips book. So let me pull it off the shelf here, this lovely little volume. Thumb through. Here we are. This is number 27. <clears throat> Being a CEO is less of a learning curve and is more akin to stepping off the ledge and being expected to fly. <laughs> and as an afterthought, well, the real fact is that not the the business leading venture that is being the CEO is really not for everyone and there's no shame in wanting to be the chief exec and not wanting to be the chief exec in fact really we suggest only taking the CEO mantle if you just can't wait to grab the reins and gallop off into the unknown and if you haven't got that itch then find your own fulfillment find a position that for you really is suitable. I wish you well. The third utensil, and perhaps we should call today's utensil the deal hook, we're going to give you the answers to last week's business quotation. Now today, before we leave the air, we'll broadcast another quotation, and we invite you to email us the name of the author, as you believe him or her to be. Just simply write info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. Tap out the name of the author. And if you're right, we'll send you along a marvelous gift from the dungeons of the Bart's Books bookstore. And one never knows what it will be. So, the author of last week's quote, that is the individual who said, There is nothing so ridiculous that some philosopher has not said it, and that some businessman has tried to profit from selling it, was none other than the famed attorney and senator and order of ancient Rome, Marcus Tullius Cicero. Some things do never change, huh? <laughs> well, now, let us dig into today's feast and help you get a little more face-to-face and play more profitably with others. So first... I'd like to pick up a great big sledgehammer, if I may, and shatter one giant pervasive myth. And this one is, you hear it creeping around in the offices and amidst the cubicles. We don't have time to meet people individually anymore. Face-to-face takes up too much of my day. The pace of business is too fast. Technology is humming by the bull cookies. Absolutely, son. That just ain't so. Now, the truth of it is that what we want to do is to meet people and make connections that are going to profit for us. But what we have fallen into is the myth of what I call quantitative connections. When it comes to 
connecting with others. We don't think of the best way of equality. We've, we've gotten into this numbers game. I, and I, in my own office, I, I can't believe this, Sarah, a lovely girl, very capable, she rushes into my office with a sort of a near tearful glee and announces that our newest book has been publicized to 50,000 college professors throughout the globe. And so I, I, I'm sort of asking myself, why in heavens am I wasting my time to meet Arturo over at Rutgers University for lunch? I, I called him to tell him about our new book. Uh, and why am I doing this when with some airy press release I can hit 50,000 people who, according to all our marvelous data, fall into our, Arturo's same viable category. Well, my friends, get ready for a sound-shattering illusion. The personal connection you make sitting down with some individual across a lunch table versus the connection hurled into Arturo's email box is like trying to compare acorns with a Thanksgiving feast. They just ain't got nothing to do with each other. So, I, I guess what I'm saying is, yes, is there a place for the press release? Yes. Is there social media? Uh, a, is it a good thing to have on hand and be practicing? Of course it is. But it is one way, and it is not to replace the real fun of business that is meeting people, getting connected. And I plead only that you consider meeting people face-to-face as at least equal and a more time-worthy way to do your business. After all, you have clients to create, you've got investors to support, you've got a profit you have to make. That's true of all of us. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Ah, There it comes again. And your personal time and resources are very precious, so you've got to invest it where it works. So I'm going to give you one example. What did Joe Rigby do? Well, Joe is the CEO and chair of Pepco Holdings, which is one of our nation's largest utilities holding groups. And when Joe took over the big chair in the CEO's office at Pepco, he had a a vision. Now, I'm not going to bore you with the particulars, but suffice it to say, Joe's a strong leader, and like any strong leader, his vision was a little scary. It involves some shaking up. So here's what I put to you. You have 20,000 employees, and you've got a board, and you've got countless shareholders, and you've got to pitch all of this, all of them with this vision. You've got to not just tell the army of, of people. You've got to have them buy into this plan. So I'm going to give a little quiz, my friends. What would you do? Now, if this were your problem... And you have a good thought on this. I'm going to ask you if you'd like to call in with an answer. Just simply dial 347-850-1785. That, again, that's 347-850-1785. Tell us you were doing Joe's Shoes. And for those of you who are not calling in, I invite you to to look over these options and say what you would do. Number one, would you A, call your C-suite team and explain to them that you've got this uh, 
vision, explain it to them, have them take the message to the department heads, and then arm the department heads with a good script and have them work it down to the team. So each person gets directly to hear your vision. Or B, would you use the magic of video? Would you personally appear on screen and, you know, you get your communications team to set up the stage and make yourself look nice and then set aside a certain time in each plan directing them to have everybody watch the video and they can really get a good chance to see what you're like, what this new CEO is like. Or would you see, would you send your vision as a sincere email and then drive home the point with a weekly series of follow-up tweets. That's another way. It's a very modern way to do it. Well, friends, I'm going to tell you what Joe did. Joe looked at himself, and he said, here's my vision. And he scheduled a tour. He met with groups of no more than 20 people. He talked to each one, and he carried a whiteboard with him, wrote down their suggestions. He listened to them, he talked with them, and met with each one, They and they chatted with Joe personally. And Joe's reason for this was he, he sat down and he said, you know, Bart, you don't transform a company from a distance. Think of the word. A company is a company of men and women, a gathering. And you're asking something for very, very personal from each one of these. You're asking for their individual support that they can freely give or deny. And how much of it they give is strictly their choice. So I said, I've got to meet with each, with all of them and have each one talk. It was an exhausting tour. Yes, it was. But the result was that Joel's vision remolded the company that was changed a bit, it was poked a bit, it was nudged, it was challenged from all the people he talked to. But the result was the company prospered, the sales prospered, and everyone gained a lot more fulfillment within their workplace. And so I'm also going to stick in one extra little point here. Was Joe a particularly grand orator? Or did he have this one of those, you've met these guys, you know, they've got the commanding presence that folks just sort of naturally fall in line with. Well, the truth is no. Joe instead employed his own true self. He is, Joe, by nature, he is a compassionate listener. He's a personable, likable guy, the sort of fellow you really would want to sit down with and chat. So he employed this along with his anvil hard integrity and boundless enthusiasm, and it worked. And it can work for you. Now, I'm not trying to make it sound as if your whole business career has to move on into being one en- endless and enormous meet and greet. So I'm going to give you another challenge here, and I want you to tell me how you think you might handle it. Let's say that you have just been promoted to a new position, any position you take, a higher level. And let's say that you're, for the first now, let's just say you're the new department head on the block. Everyone else has been there for a while, and you're stepping into head of, I don't know, marketing, whatever. And you want to you want to make your mark. You want people to respond to you. So what do you do? Well, again, if you if you feel that you've got something special, you give me a call at three four seven eight five zero seventeen eighty five, and you can just 
tap that out, out on your phone, and we'll be talking right here on the air. We'll bring your idea out to the thousands of folks listening. Again, that's 347-850-1785. And for those of you who are not going to be calling in, you're, uh, you're the new department head in the block, what would you do? Would you A, send out an email to every member of your department telling them the best hours to meet with you, that is, when you're free? Or B, would you uh, tell, tell, send all your de- the other department heads an email and announce yourself as the new head attaching your best ways to work with me sheet? Yeah, these things have become real popular of late, so, and so that might be a way to go. Or C, would you make appointments with all your superiors and tell them all the wonderful ideas you have, your plans for change? Well, or D, you might try what Ken did. Now, Ken asked me to, t- to stop embarrassing him by telling him this success story, so I won't. I promise on the air that I won't mention Mr. Parker's name. Uh, one thing, you might try making a list of all the individuals who may be affected by your work, no matter what it is. Then you get yourself a notebook and a pen, and you make an informal appointment with each person on this list and ask them pointedly how you may perform your job in a way that might better help them in their work. Then you listen, and you let them see you taking these notes. Now that is what I would say is a far more successful solution. And I can honestly say it's going to make you the voice that is listened to when you come calling next time. So, ladies and gentlemen, at this point, we have come to the midpoint of our feast, so I would like us to take a brief sorbet and rest a bit because it is time for me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we are here today. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing, creator of Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides, and you may visit uh, the Bart's Books bookstore at bartsbooks.com. That's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And explore a wide wealth of practical wisdom from business masters. Now, Prometheus Publishing would also to, like to invite all of those enjoying today's show to take a look at one book uh, that believes that, wisdom, that the best wisdom comes wrapped in a little, in a little laughter. <clears throat> Excuse me, my friends. And that book is 101 Best Business Quips. Ladies and gentlemen, as you've no doubt heard me say before, humor is a great perspective. It involves standing back, setting a situation in proportion to the real world, and it, it gives you a different view of things. and It gives those who hear the humor a little better understanding. It shows that those little gray cells are bouncing around in your skull and serving for more than a mere hat rack for data. Excuse me. The lady who can quip about with a quip, our firm's not worried about cybersecurity. The last hacker who broke into our books left a sympathy card. Or the rich get richer, but the informed buy them out. The person who can come out with things like that shows an original perspective. So 
So allow me to urge you all toward a little laughter. And for those of you who would like that little laughter delivered to your door, may I suggest going to bartsbooks.com and subscribing to our free quips every week. A new bit of fun will come winging its way right through your email door. And it's you can it's something you can quote to others. And while you're there on bartsbook.com, why not grab up a copy of 101 Best Business Quips at the bookstore and pass it on to your boss or your board member. After all, loosen them up a bit with a laugh never hurts. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those who are happily witnessing the March metamorphosis from lion to lamb, we are back to our show, and we are going to show you how some of the masters are gaining the competitive edge of the personal touch. Now, one of the things that that we've been talking about is getting more personal, and by that, we mean the entire person. One of our recent guests, Aldona Ambler, is has become one of the top consultants in the nation, and she has done it by considering the whole person. She deals with people as they are. She looks at each person as a vessel of talent, and for all of us, this is a worthy perspective. How can I transform this talent into a marketable business? So for her, this means finding out what your family situation is. She has hired family counselors for her business leaders. She's gotten their children into the right college and taken that load off their mind. She has taken people who have absolutely the most brilliant invention and no marketing skills and hooked them up with this person or that funder or this marketing agent and taught them to speak and make presentations. She considers the whole asset of the person. And I suggest in all of us, when we come around, that we think about that, the whole asset of the person nearby. And one of the other things that I will say, I'm, rather than just hurling out suggestions, I do see one marvelous thing becoming a business trend. And this is the idea of introductions. I bet most of us here, I know I have, uh, of late, when I've met somebody who I've talked with them for a while, they've come back to me with an email or a call saying, hey, you two should meet. So call Herb. And so I call Herb and, and everything is fine. And uh, I've made one new contact, but it's it's a nice way of bringing people together. And if you are the source for that, believe me, you will be a, a more valued person of business. I, I'll never forget uh, a very dear friend of mine, Mike Ballinger. Uh, Mike is the managing editor of a magazine, and a lot of things come his way. And he works right up to the limit all the time. But at the end of each business day, about 4.45, you can catch Mike picking up the phone and he makes three calls to three people he knows. It's a discipline. And each one of them say, he'll say, Sally, this is, I just came across this piece of information that I thought you might like to know. Or Henry, 
here's here's someone that you might like to meet. He does that as a regular basis, and I want to tell you that nobody uh, does not passes up a call from Mike Ballinger. They want to hear what this man has to say. I just pass that on to you as a way to be a little more personal in your life. And some of this, of course, is indeed a matter of discipline. I think it's it's very, very possible for so many of the so many of the people starting a business or leading somewhere to fall into what I call the great entrepreneurial trap. That is to burrow and keep working like the horse. Nineteen eighty four, marvelous novel. I suggest you all read it. Then I will work harder. I will work harder. And this is hard work is required, but there's more to it than that. It's working smart. And I would suggest that just the way so that you get out and you make some time to not just work but to meet. The same way you you take out a specific hour of your day to exercise, set out one lunch or a dinner or an after-hours drink, whatever, one time per week, and that is your time to meet people. And news of this will get around the office. Now, maybe you will pick up a developing list of clients. You'll work with them, and you'll find that they are finding, you're getting a little uh, distant from them. Bring each one in and talk to them. Not a sales pitch, just a time to strictly get to know them. Do the same with your fellows. This would be a good time to to make that question of how can my performance be a little more beneficial to you and your work because we are, after all, connected. And this will be something, establish it as a tradition. This will be known about you. It will give you a better image, but also it's going to make you a lot more informed. Now, excuse me. I've got to say that uh, one of the biggest arguments I get all the time is someone saying, I'm surrounded by people who do me no good, and I can never get to meet the ones that I do want to meet. Well, there is one true... uh, it is an obstacle. Let's get real. It is. Uh, it's not easy to meet the people who can always do you the most good. But I'm going to tell you about one person that I met recently, and it became through a discipline of being social, of finding out about other people's business all the time, and it's one true remedy. I think, for for getting yourself out there and putting yourself in the right position. I came into Port Authority bus terminal some time back, and I noticed that there was this fella pushing this huge gray bin slowly across the floor, and he'd push it from one trash can to another, dump each one in, and move on. And I talked with him. I said, uh, you must have an awful lot of those to do every day. He said, I said, how many bins do you empty each day? And he said, 427 are in the Port Authority. There used to be four of us. Now it's just me. And I did some quick math, and I said, you, you, you can't do 
427 a day. It's impossible. And he says, you're absolutely right, son. What I do is I keep a running tab. I mark, I know each can, how soon it ta- it fills up, how long I can wait before that one fills up. And so I put it on a mental schedule and get it all down. And this way, I'm able to do the task. Well, we talked a bit more, and his name was Josh. Josh had found a great solution to a business problem. And he walked away, and he said, as he walked away, I said, Josh, I wish you well. And he says, I do what I can. A man can't do any better than that. And he whistled off slowly away. Now, I tell you this because it is part of the way I live in business, and it brings me a great deal of fulfillment, and I just enjoy doing that. But, so, did it turn out that Josh's uncle was the head of some exact company that I was desperately trying to line up with a deal? No, I don't live in a Gilbert and Sullivan comedic fantasy, and the crown's of Europe nor captains of industry do not come incognito as I'm waiting for a bus. <laughs> but I will say, one thing I will say, as perhaps a moral to this little tale, is that when I told that story to one fellow that I was desperate to negotiate a deal with, somehow his healing, hearing that and taking it in, our dealings seemed to go a bit smoother after that. Something about us became more personal. So as I say, everyone has a vessel of talent. And when you find that personal touch with each one, hey, you never know. Life is good. So as we round out today's show, allow me to leave you with today's business quotation. Who was it who said... I don't worry about GDP, not when there are so many other combinations of letters to be concerned with that mean very very little to me. (laughs) Um, As a hint, that iconoclastic author who said this lampoons business people, politicians, and most frequently himself. Quite a character. And if you will remember, uh, as a parting shot, uh, I, uh, from, in the words of my wife's husband, an entrepreneur is someone who fears missing out on the fun of an opportunity more than she fears failing at it. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.